Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! <laughs> Poats and hose? How's that for an intro? Welcome back to the DK Project. Just getting a boat and hoe lesson from uh, Miss Provenzano. Yes, about, boats uh, and hoes. <laughs> where, where do you go from there? Jesus. You watch Step Brothers. You know how it is. You know what? Will Ferrell, the other guy. That, <laughs> my favorite scene in Step Brothers. Let me think about that. I got a favorite. Oh, it's when they're in the interview and he's sitting yeah. behind him. Oh yes, that was good. That's a and good part. And he farted. And he goes, <laughs> "Yep." <laughs> did you, and then he and then he's quiet. And he goes, <clears throat> "I did fart." Yeah, I'm just looking to hire guys that I don't mind hanging out with for like 12 hours a day. You guys seem like cool guys. You got hair similar to mine. You wear tuxedos to the interview. That's funny. It's ironic. I get that. You're kind of underplaying the whole formality of it. I think that's funny as hell. So let's do this. You know, you guys are hired. You're in. You know, unless you're like the weirdest guys ever, and I don't see it. Great. <laughs> Was that a fart? I don't know. I can taste it. On my tongue. Okay, I'll be honest with you, I did fart. Is that onion? Onion and onion and ketchup. It stinks. This is a small room. Shit. Okay, now the tuxedos seem kind of fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking best. That and the uh, and the white dog shit. Something about that made me laugh. The rest of it eh, a little much. Little much there. I like when he's rubbing his bum. I'm sorry, like his balls all over the drum set. That was actually good. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like one of my best parts. <laughs> Boats and hose on the intros. Hey, oh, what a long week it's been. We're both under the weather. Neither yep. one of us have COVID. Neither one of us Thank have been God. tested. Neither one of us yeah. have been tested. <laughs> you know what? I I basically all i have to do is not go visit my mom and everything's going to be fine you'll be fine yeah it would be true. catastrophic to her the rest of the world mm-hmm. get the vaccine you'll be fine yes because <laughs> i'm functioning Ch- champions yep. adjust i mean working through yep. the kinks i don't know I don't, I don't i don't think i have it i just think i'm overweight and uh mm-hmm. you know have a lot of aches and pains this is what getting old does to you i guess i don't know yes although i'm reading some books right now that are uh Reading or listening? Reading or uh, listening? Well, I've Which got one, one of each going. I've got one <gasps> of each going. Oh, I'm, I'm very a, proud of you. I'm a multi-book artist. I totally <laughs> can handle two books at once, one in the ears and one in the eyes, you know? <laughs> I um, No, this David Goggins, man, what a fucking crazy guy. He, uh, okay. He, uh, I haven't finished it yet. I'm about half to three quarters through it, but he um, just a, tor- a horrible, abused childhood, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, and he ends up... Uh, wanting to be in uh, like an airborne ranger or whatever so he goes to the air force and ends up i don't know i don't even know what happened there i fell asleep but uh, i fell asleep i didn't return i didn't rewind oh I well to it you really sound this book to me i, I fell asleep to it on the plane and then uh so then i uh yeah i was in the middle seat on the plane home and I oh that's asleep. like the, that's the word <laughs> well i was 
up where the spacing was a little better than. Uh, oh, oh, look! Of course, you're so bougie. I've you know what? Such I'm not. Little... I'm just fucking. You're sick. so bougie. I'm Stop just lying. Sick lies. Fucking tired of people, man. People. Make <laughs> you're me so mad. bougie. <laughs> yeah, people suck. They're oh, so annoying. They suck worse what do you than expect? You they suck even more now because of COVID and everything else. We just did. Uh, so anyway, I yeah. So I dozed off for that part. But anyway, so then this dude wants to be a ranger, so he goes to ranger training, which is like. The worst thing on earth, from what I hear, obviously. Okay. I've never done it. I'm no way. They won't even let me in the yeah. door. Um, so there, there's uh, Hell Week, uh, where they're like holding you underwater and you're running and you're carrying this in boat, you know, with 11 other guys or what the hell ever. The guy mm-hmm. does this twice and gets through it. And then they go into like another three weeks of more hell. They just don't call it Hell Week. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he got close the first time, but his knee blew out so bad they made him leave. They're like, I know oh. you're not going to leave. We're going to make you leave. So then he wow. went back a second time, got through Hell Week, got into got into the the deep into the the last part, and mm-hmm. again his knee blew out, and they're like, "You have to leave." So he comes Jeez. back for the third time, and they're like, "This is the last time. If you don't pass, you can't come back." Yeah. So uh, he makes it through the whole thing, and the whole thing is about mind over matter. Like push mm-hmm. your mind to the edge because you won't, you can't break your mind. You're not going to do it. Uh, yeah. Unless, you know, weird things happen. But anyway, so mm-hmm. he gets all the way to the end. And, and, and then this last portion of, of uh, training, you have mm-hmm. to, or it wasn't Rangers, it was Navy SEALs. In the mm-hmm. last piece of the training, you have to run like 60 miles over the course of a week and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this dude's legs are hurting. And it turns out he has two fractured legs. And he finished like what? the 60 mile over a week and a half with fractured legs. He would duct tape them up a couple different times just so Jesus. he could tolerate it. It was amazing to, you know, and, and so he passed and he made it. Now I'm, now you're up to speed to where I am. So um, it's just what, what a, what a champion. Just what's amazing. the name of this book again? Uh, you can't hurt me. Oh, you can't. <laughs> I like the name. <laughs> yeah, real creative. I like my name. It's kind of cool too, because in the beginning he's uh, he's a black dude and he lives in Chicago, and his dad mm-hmm. and mom own a roller skating rink. Mm. So it's kind of interesting to you know, because obviously you know there's like dirty, angry shit going on in the back yeah. of a roller rink. So it's pretty yeah. interesting to hear what this this dude's dad was working him, and he's like eight, and he's got to be the one shining all the shoes and spraying the shit in. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a good book. Check it out. It's uh, you can't hurt me, and uh, his name is David Goggins. I. I saw him originally on Joe Rogan, and I think that's where everything blew up for him. But I think he's like an ultra marathoner or something now. Which anybody who's an ultra marathon, there's a screw loose man. Those people are outstanding <laughs> athletes with amazing control over their mind. Because uh, quitting I is what? easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Quitting is easy. Quitting is easy. I uh, yeah, I got to tell you about my uh, Dallas trip. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I was trying to play that off so people wouldn't know you even left. <laughs> my window's open and my. But when you come back and say I'm back, then uh, it's hard for me to cover up. Anyway, I got to tell you about my Dallas trip. I flew. Uh, okay. I flew down to Dallas, um, whatever, on a Thursday. Had a conference down there and and came back Saturday because I had to leave Sunday to go to Phoenix with the kid. But I'm flying down yeah. to. Uh, I'm flying down to Dallas and I'm sitting up where the seats are a little wider. And uh, I sit next to this dude, and he's like Middle Eastern guy, and I'm like, oh, he's got to be a doctor or something. He looks like a doctor, you know. <laughs> I can't even handle so you. So I'm right thinking now. to myself, I'm like, what questions can I ask this guy while I've got his undivided attention, you know? Oh my lord! 
And uh, and anyway, so I start talking to him, and it turns out this dude owns 17 McDonald's. I'm he like, owns 17? 17. Wow, like, wow. I said, I, I said, I want two. Sell me two. <laughs> Sell me two. He says the, the, the shitty locations mm-hmm. are worth like two million bucks. Two to three Shut million bucks. Shut up. Wow. And he's, so he's like, I've owned them for like, 30 some years this guy's like 70 maybe he's like i've owned him for like almost 40 years he goes and they're all paid for <laughs> and he has 17 yeah. and and what would keep me off is there's a kid in high school whose parents owned a mcdonald's and then the kid took it over yeah and i thought they did real well well it turns out my new buddy had mm-hmm. to buy that one out because that that one wasn't doing so well yeah so this guy bought it out and i'm like sell me two of them he's like yeah he goes i'd love to get rid of them you know whatever i yeah. can do and uh, and it turns out you got to spend a year and a half at Hamburger University before McDonald's will allow you to own a franchise. Like, it's called Hamburger University. Dude, I cannot. Are you serious? It's called Hamburger University. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up right now while do we're it. talking. It's like and, and, no, no. Listen to this. Listen to this right, callback right listen. here. I have um, oh. my wife used to work for uh, GMAC, which is uh, Automotive Financing. Mm-hmm. And I got a call because I did a lot of uh, mortgage stuff for GMAC with, for their mm-hmm. home lending. And I get a call from one of my good clients. He's like, hey, man, I got uh, tickets to the Chicagoland 500 this weekend, and I turns okay. out I can't go. I'm like, all right, I'll go. So I'm like, give me the details. He goes, oh, you know what? I have a hotel reserved at the uh, McDonaldland campus, and, and um, you know, we got pit passes. We got hospitality tent. I'm like, fuck, I'm, now I'm going to go. You know, like, mm-hmm. if it's just yeah. a car race in the sun with the hillbillies, I ain't going. But if you get a hospitality <laughs> suite, free food, free drinks, I'm in. So anyway, the wife and I haul ass down to Chicago that weekend. And we check in. And it turns out it's at the Hamburger University McDonald Land campus. And I thought when what? he said McDonald Land, I thought it was like like McDonald camp. I thought it was like a military base. Yeah. No, it's a McDonald's campus, and I have a picture of myself somewhere a lot slimmer, but uh, <laughs> uh, in front of the Hamburger University sign because I thought it was funny. Really? Shit. I'm like, this is a real thing. But it was yeah. one of the coolest hotels I've ever stayed at because the hotel itself had been recently remodeled or, or built, and throughout the whole hotel, everywhere you looked, rooms, hallways, everything, yeah, there was just cool, cool art, right? So you'd see cool art on the wall, and then somewhere yeah. in there, there'd be like a little McDonald's thing. It wouldn't be like a, a stamp of an M or like the hamburger or yeah. anything. It would just be real subtle. And somewhere in the picture, there's something McDonald's in it. And wow. it was the coolest thing ever. Plus, they had a uh, a grazing menu at the restaurant where you could- A grazing a menu. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. So that was cool. So yeah, when he said that you have to go to Hamburger University, I'm like, I know what that is. I've been there. You know, I've, I've, wow. I've, I've knocked on the door of the Hamburger University. But uh, he said my-, my uh, my years as an ice cream shop owner <laughs> might carry a little weight, but anyway, I don't see it anything does... happening anytime soon in the McDonald's world. Well, I, I pulled up the acceptance rate of the Hamburger University, and oh, this really? is what it says. Yes, I was like, I need to know. It says they the have Shanghai... an acceptance rate? Yeah, they have an acceptance rate, and it says the Shanghai branch of McDonald's managerial training program is one of the hardest colleges to get into the world <laughs> with an accepted, acceptance rate of less than 1%, according to Bloomberg News. No, wow. that's got to be something else. I swear, that's what it says. That's what I don't it think says. people aspire to go to Hamburger University. And are you, it's like, are you looking I don't... at like Hamburg University, like, like 
the the <laughs> in the other world. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a McDonald's burger it's flipping crazy. university on how to run. What does it say that? Uh, it says graduate... it has two thousand hours of training as well. Really? 2,000 2, hours of training. It says uh, Hamburg University is Northeast Cake. Students have an intense course load, including 2,000 hours of training. There are no academic requirements to apply. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, I learned something very, very new today. You're okay. switching your application right now? You're switching. To, no, okay. Yeah, right. Hey, why don't I'll buy the McDonald's? You go do the year and a half at the Hamburg University. I would shoot myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can't do that. Why? I am not going to Hamburger University. Is that I'm not the so greatest good. thing ever? Hamburger I'm University. So good. I love so it, good. man. I love it. No, uh, no, I'm good. I, um, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I sent you the picture. He had this cool ass ring that was like all gold with a McDonald's M and then a diamond. Like he's a fucking player, man. <laughs> Cool cat. Cracks. Cool cat. So I'm gonna uh I'm gonna actually probably stay in contact with him and see uh I'd love to be like walk with the owner through a McDonald's. I'm surprised that um he has so many he doesn't want to sell some of them. I mean, if they're already like paid for, they're already making all this. I mean, he he's would old. I would think he's... he's old, he's like, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I want to retire, I want to be done. And his Well, his he should sell some of them. Well, his daughter's taking him over. And I think that's the caveat is that Oh, okay. Well, and that's probably why I'm going to stay in contact with him because, you know, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. some sure. kind of an <laughs> you know, I spent actually, actually, I have worked at a McDonald's in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm working at this McDonald's and I go there and it was right near my house. It worked out fine. So I'm standing there mm-hmm. and we're doing a little training. They're teaching me this, they're teaching me that. And they're like, hey, let's size you up for that uniform. And I'm like, fuck you i'm leaving <laughs> i walked out i'm like oh, fucking, i ain't wearing the uniform <laughs> you know what i done change my mind <laughs> keep, good, i said good day sir good day <laughs> ten dollars you owe me and i'll be leaving i'm leaving with a sandwich <laughs> thank you i said good surprise. day i want some fries it's stupid of course you know of what course. you know what i asked this guy i said hey you realize that there's a website or an app out there that's just to let people know if the ice cream machine at a particular McDonald's is broken or not. And he goes, yeah. Really? He goes, yeah, I'm aware of it. He goes, none of mine are ever broken, though, so I'm never on it. But yeah, there's oh, an app. Good. There's an app, and you can Google it. There's an app that you can search, and it'll tell okay. you if your local McDonald's ice cream machine is working or not. App for Some people just people. have way too much time on their hands. Oh, my God. Uh, ice cream machine is broken. Let's see. I can't think of what it's called. It might not even be an app. It might just be a website. I think it's a website. Um, it's called. Oh, you know what it's called? <laughs> it's called. What? It's called McBroken. McBroken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you McBroken? Yeah. Oh my God! It says okay across the U.S. with a color coded system indicating if the machine is working green or if it's busted red. I like that they just they really stretched with that name, McBroken. Okay, I mean I respect I'm, it though. I'm glad they color coded the key. Yeah. Red is broken. Green is good. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know our colors again. This shit is McBroken. I um yeah. So I think that. Uh, Hold on a minute here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial break on the DK Project. Who's the contractor that's called in to fix the less experienced contractor's mistakes? Who's the contractor who gets approval from the insurance company even after the homeowner has been denied? 
Who's the contractor that has worked in our community and for our community for decades? Grady Restoration. Roofing, siding, windows, and gutters. Call us today for a free home estimate. Grady Restoration. They'll get the job done in a timely fashion. The average roof lasts about 20 years, but you may have storm damage that you can't see, or you may need more repairs than your insurance says they'll pay for. In fact, 92% of homeowners accept what the insurance company tells them, which could cause much bigger problems down the line. Let Grady Restoration help you. Get what you deserve. Call today for a free home inspection. For roofing, siding, windows, and gutters, call Grady Restoration at 952-472-1570 or look them up on the web at gradyrestoration.com. Hey everyone, wanted to talk to you a little bit about insurance. Insurance is one of the things everybody has, although not many know what to look for, and just look at price. Well, if you want to buy insurance from a cartoon lizard, remember that in the event of an accident, or you can have Wiser Insurance on your side. With over 26 years of experience, Wiser Insurance Agency can assess your risk and make recommendations that are the best thing for you, because... They have 22 companies to choose from. Working with an independent agent is key because needs change and so do rates and coverages. So ask yourself, do I want a local friendly guy in my corner or do I want 1-800-LIZARD on my side? It's pretty obvious, guys. Go with the local with all the options. Wiser Insurance Agency. If you're with one of the big gorillas, what we call captive agents, you don't get options. They offer you what's best, whether it fits you or not. That's all they have where Wiser can look at different companies and find out where the best fit for you is. And maybe that changes, then they can change it. Because they have 22 companies to offer, one of them being Auto Owners Insurance. So give the boys a call at 952-472-3660 or look them up on the web at wiser-ins.com. Welcome back. <laughs> to the DK Project. Alrighty. Speaking of which, it's not like a pirate. <laughs> thanks to our sponsors for putting up with us and supporting the show, and <clears throat> we still have some openings if people want to jump on board and sponsor the train. I almost <laughs> called it the D train. That would have been pretty cool, but it kind of had some negative no. sexual connotations. Yeah, I was gonna say anything wrong with the train, the D yeah. train. <laughs> sounds very yeah. Hey. It sounds like a porno. All right. <laughs> Where's your head today? It's Let's everywhere, it. but it's always dirty. You Jesus. should know this by now. I'm always a dirty one. Well, I'm glad that I'm here to carry us then. <laughs> I'm the I'm the good saint. Hey, listen to this. Oh. Um, I got back from Dallas. Okay. And uh, God, I met some interesting people there, though. Oh, I bet you did. So you were gone for story. a while. I'm gonna give. No, I wasn't. It was freaking a day. Oh, you but you were gone for like a week before you like, even listen to and the all show. That. Do you listen to the show? I just said that. Come on! It's the sickness. Come on! It's the sickness. (laughs) um, So listen to this. So I meet these guys, and the first guy I walk into in the whole goddamn place is this guy named Dale, who I was in Ireland on a VO thing, and and I I met Dale, right? Mm -hmm. He's this older gentleman from Texas. Good dude, good dude. But I also met something that everybody needs. I've worked my whole life for it, and now I have a friend who's a lawyer friend who's what? a lawyer which is good because i seem to need him all the damn time <laughs> um but dale i uh, was sitting down to have some drinks and dinner and dale orders a quesadilla and i get mm-hmm. uh, fucking way more food than i should have because i'm like i'm working mm-hmm. out fuck it i'm gonna eat you know so i did <laughs> uh, yep <laughs> 
uh, Wendell, my other neighbor, he orders a just a drink. He's not eating, and then okay, uh, this other dude, Rob, he had ordered just a piece of pecan pie. So all right, cool. So whatever, and I eat fast, you know, whatever, because whatever. And so we get our food, and I'm I'm I had, I had like a Cuban with a salad and a soup. Ooh, a Cuban. Like all this shit, you know, like a standard mm-hmm. full meal. Yeah. And Dale had a, a quesadilla. I eat my shit, and Dale's eating the whole time. Like, he's not talking a lot, but he's eating the whole time. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. I finished my food, and we sat there for another 40 minutes mm-hmm. while this guy ate his quesadilla. Because you don't want to be rude and be like, well, yeah. dude, I, I can't sit here anymore. Yeah. And I'm thinking he was eating the whole time. Like, he didn't, like, stop. He wasn't, like, talking a lot, so he didn't. I'm like, what the fuck is taking you so long to yeah, eat? Yeah, yeah. I look over at Rob hell? and I'm kind of doing that yawning thing like, what what, what do we do here? Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to be rude, but I'm just like, take bigger bites, dude. Come on. Let's yeah. go. It's not yeah. It's not breakfast and dinner. <laughs> it's just dinner. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing. But met some great people. This Wendell dude from uh, Colorado who, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know, he hit, the, he hit the wife lottery. His wife's... Uh, taking care of him while he learns his new profession. Uh, but he was a good dude, so we had a ton of fun, blah, 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 blah. So I uh, I end up uh, flying home Saturday, mm-hmm. and I got to get up at 7 in the morning on Sunday to hop in the hoopty because the kid and I are driving to Phoenix to yeah. <clears throat> get him to college. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's my where's my sniff button? Oh, look, uh, I had to sniff because of my being sick the last few days. <laughs> so uh, you gave me like a heart attack. Go ahead. <laughs> I uh, so anyway, I um, hop in the jeep and we haul ass. Right, I'm like, all right. So we got we don't have to be in Phoenix until midday on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to stop in Moab. I, I went. Uh, I got a buddy over there. Blah 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 blah. So we hop in and we drove literally from eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday mm-hmm. till I don't know, it was probably nine o'clock one time zone to the west. So we were okay. actually ten o'clock central time, whatever. And and we made it to the other side of Denver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I can go for a steak. I know it's late, whatever. So we go to this Ooh, Longhorn steak. Steakhouse. Fucking A. When am I gonna learn? When am I gonna learn? Yeah, that your first mistake was saying you went to Longhorn Steak. So we said, well, oh, I like a good discounted steak. So we sit at the, we sit at the bar. And I'm like, man, I could go for some soup. And they had some kind of soup, you know. I'm on this soup kick. Mm-hmm. So I order my soup, my steak, whatever, and a salad, blah, 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 blah. It's all freaking $20. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And the, our bartender is in the back. There's nobody in the place but, like, 15 other people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, our, our bartender goes in the back, and she's like, God damn it, I told you the soup. <laughs> not hot. I can't. And, I'm, and I'm, I look at my son. I'm like, how does she know the soup's not hot? Like. Was you stick a yeah. finger in it? Like how do you how do you like oh. go go get your finger? <laughs> so then she comes out with the soup and it's just fucking smoking hot. Like there's almost yeah. fire coming off of it. Jeez. And she goes, actually the 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 manager brought him out and he goes, you know what? We're gonna we're we're not gonna charge you for the soup because he knows everybody <laughs> in the whole fucking place heard this lady right? go off. Everyone down the street could have heard so her. So I get the soup and I'm like, God damn, this is hot soup. Like, what, yeah. what, you know, whatever. So obviously it was so hot it sterilized her finger from being in it if that was the case. <laughs> so, so then they bring out, you know, I had steak, baked potato, all this shit. And I'm just like, I'm ready to leave now. Like, ah, you yeah. know, it's just like, 
I just didn't have a good feeling about the whole experience. So Yeah, of course. Then I, then I got the bill. We ate both ate steak. I want to say we each had a drink. <laughs> My bill was like $60. I'm like, I know. Isn't okay. that crazy how cheap it is? It is. But go to the Texas Roadhouse, not Longhorn Steakhouse. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse was closed. Otherwise, I would have gone there. Um, yeah, I'm bougie when it comes to steaks. I like a good filet. I'll pay 40, 50 bucks for a good filet any day. Jesus. Yeah, I like a good steak. It's, it's, it's you know, can't go wrong. You can't, right, hey, right. quality over quantities. Quality. I like the cow. <laughs> I like the cow. I um, I got a good friend who always says that. I like the cow. I'm like, <laughs> I uh, uh, so anyway, we hauled out and then we got up that day and we drove and we stopped in Moab, Utah to see mm-hmm. Captain John. He was on, Ooh. he was on the first season of the show. He's a guide. He, uh, he does uh, when he was here. He drove the big uh, tour boats on the lake. Yeah, but there he's got a, a JG Outfitters. So he's uh, he's uh, I don't oh. even know. Like it's like a Jeep thing where you take Jeeps off road. And I guess Moab yeah. is like got like five or eight national parks around it. Mm-hmm. So he started this business, and he's a great marketer. He knows what he's doing because he used to be a realtor here also. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just kind of went there, and he's like, I just. I'm just living, you know, like I'm living every day and he's going off roading with his Jeep every day and he's, people are paying him Cause basically what happens is he leads and then you follow him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you got, uh, walkie talkies. So he's telling you this, that, and you know, the first night we were there, we went off road and we were like freaking taking the Jeep, do things that it, it shouldn't, you know, normally you wouldn't ever do cause everybody has yeah. a Jeep, but they don't go off road. And this is like 30 degree angles and like mm-hmm. where you feel like the ass is going to go over and, I'm like, yeah. woo, that's exciting. And it, it was so yeah. the next day we're like, hey, let's do it again. So we went out and that was just more trail riding. Um, mm-hmm. But my son's got everything he owns in the back of the Jeep because we're going to college. Mm-hmm. And it is so dusty because we're on like red rock gravel dust for two days. Yeah. Just ridiculous. It sounds fun. And you're bouncing around like a milkshake. If you're the driver, it's fine because you can use the wheel to kind of brace yourself. Yeah. But if you're the passenger. You're not, you're- you're screwed. And I let him do most of the driving because it, yeah, okay. it was fun to drive. Yeah, um, for sure. So anyway, we do like four or five hours the next day out in the out in the, uh, in the the mountains. And then we hop mm-hmm. in and we were like, all right, we got to make it to Sedona. So that's another mm-hmm. five hours. Oh, Sedona's road. gorgeous too, yeah. Yeah, it is when you don't, when you're, you know, we rolled in at like 830 and we had to leave at eight o'clock the next morning so you don't oh well, it's really okay. just a wayside rest but yeah while we we're in moab I, my, my uh captain john i'm like hey man where do you want to go to eat i'm buying you know whatever i like i could really go for some mexican food he goes oh great mexican place we go in there and i'm like fuck, i just mm-hmm. want a beer you know i've been driving for days yeah he's, they don't have alcohol here and i'm like fuck, is, that, is that a utah thing he goes oh no, wow this, this doesn't have alcohol so anyway we're talking and he's telling me that there's all these trucks around town that are kind of jacked up and they have uh uh, three rows, like they cut them and then add another row. So there's actually mm-hmm. three doors, three rows of seats. And he goes, because the Mormons have these plural wives, right? Yeah. And he goes, there's one family in town where the guy has four wives. And Jeez. he has 10 kids with each wife. 10, no, he has 40 kids. That's what he's telling me. I'm like, no, I said, I couldn't even remember 40 people's names. How could you even take care of 40 kids? There's no way. You have to be like a freaking, at least a millionaire, seriously. Even that. a pretty sweet truck. I don't know. Oh my gosh. But it kind of blew me away. So anyway, we hauled ass down to Sedona, went to our favorite little, uh, 
the hell is it? The Wild Javelina or some shit, some Mexican place. I always go to when I'm in Sedona. It's killer. Top shelf. Because the place Captain John took me to. Uh, uh, yeah. I, no. I wouldn't no bueno, no good. Okay. And I have to learn. I have <laughs> to learn that if I go to dinner with people I don't know, we don't go to Mexican. You know why? Yeah. Because I don't. What do you mean, yeah? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Let's see. I said, because I don't, know, I don't know how you eat chips. And I don't want to yeah. experience how you eat chips because there's a good chance you're fucking real bad at it. What do you, how, what, what there's an oh etiquette to eating chips? Well, yeah. what do you, what do you, how, no, there's etiquette to eating anything. Mouth closed. I eat with my well, mouth Well, yeah, closed. of course. You're supposed to always have your oh, mouth closed. My wife's, this dude not, my wife's oh. starting to do that. Like first bite, kind of mouth mm-hmm. still open. I'm like. No, you have to have your mouth closed. I would say something to someone. I'm like, can you please next, close your next mouth? Next comes the fist. I got to get a car. <laughs> um. So anyway, we hauled ass to Sedona, got out of there, and uh, I'm telling you, we left Sunday. We rolled in like, I don't know, two hours to spare uh, to when he was, not even, like an hour to spare from when he's supposed to check into his 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 apartment. So it really worked yeah. out cool. But we, yeah. it was funny because my son had, he's been growing this avocado plant all summer. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the window at home, it's here, and he's like, I'm taking it with. I'm like, good, because I don't want yeah. it. <laughs> So he's, he modified this cup setup to give this thing a ride. It's basically like the avocado nut, and then it's got like a little yeah. branch on it. Yeah. And, uh, we drive all the way across the country, and uh, this thing, it's in the cup holder. And, you know, we're in the Jeep, and it's mm-hmm. and he's just freaking out about it. <laughs> and fucking, we get into, I don't know, somewhere like the first night, second night, we get into town, and he's bringing it into the hotel with us. And, he's, and I'm like, you need help? He's grabbing all this shit. He fucking yeah. drops it in the road. Like, oh, oh no! So like, it's, I feel yeah, so and, bad. And, and believe me, he has like the worst uh, luck of anybody you're ever gonna meet. I, just, Aww, poor baby. Luck. And uh, he, he um, <laughs> so anyway, we get into the hotel and he's like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine. You know, nothing broke." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So we drive and again, special treatment in Moab for the for the plant. Take it and put it in a special place. And mm-hmm. and he uh. <laughs> And, and we get all the way to Phoenix, right? We're moving into his mm-hmm. apartment. It's like, fuck, 95 degrees. Oh, just salt. Oh, wow. It, That's it actually cold for them. <laughs> it's actually oh, cold for them. It was crazy. And uh, and uh, <laughs> we're unloading everything out of the Jeep. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude, there's so much dust and shit on your stuff from being off. Oh, yeah. And anyway, we get done and, and we unload and we, we go back. And I'm like, get that fucking plant. Put it in the house. I don't want, I don't want to deal with it. So yeah. He grabs it. And there's like sidewalk, there's this rock area, not a lot of shrubbery, yeah. none of that. He grabs it, he's got some other shit, steps in the one hole in the whole fucking area and launches oh the plant across the, the deal. Boom, it's oh, down again. And I'm like, dude, God. this is incredible. <laughs> How does this happen? And I, you're laughing the whole time. <laughs> God. But we got to we got to Phoenix and we had to go unload the storage thing and some of his buddies left some treasures and God, we, oh, the storage thing. There was these two guys, I'm telling you, between the two of them, I don't think they could make toast. They were so stupid. <laughs> and they, it, was, it was just, oh my God, it was frustrating. But, oh but by gosh. the end, you know, and then uh, by the end, we uh, we went and grabbed some sushi and whatever. And, and Ooh, uh, sushi. I'm like, we, well, we went to Costco and I'm like, fucking get whatever you want because I'm leaving and I'm not coming back to buy you shit. So yeah. whatever. So he got beer and he got food and he's just like ah and i'm like whatever yeah. get what you want yeah nice so uh we go to the sushi place and we eat and i'm like dude i'm just wiped i gotta go back yeah you know, take me to my hotel and you go do your thing you know and um so he brought me back to the hotel and 
da-da-da-da-da, and we had had such a good time, so fun, and it was like, oh, finally I can just sit for a minute. And then I, yeah. you know, I got to freaking get up at four because I got to change my flight because I screwed up. I booked a flight for I thought was 11 a.m., but it was 11 p.m., so I had to... I had to eat it. Uh, I had to eat a. Plane <laughs> I had to eat a plane ticket, which just pissed me off because they're like, "Oh well, my gosh!" I'm like, "Well, the ticket was a hundred. What the hell am I gonna, yeah. do? you know?" Wow. I had to get back. We had season tickets to the the local, you know, my daughter's college uh, football. Oh, okay. Oh, it was okay. our first game. I'm not gonna miss the first game. Yeah. Well, that's sweet of you. But yeah, we oh, man, it was a crazy trip. We had a ton of fun, but it was like, well, that's good. And I just haven't recovered. I think that's part of it. I'm just exhausted because it wasn't like mm-hmm. a vacation. It was like, get to a hotel, get up, go, get up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, brutal. But I don't really think, yeah. I'm telling you, I like that Phoenix area. Phoenix. Phoenix is awesome. I love Phoenix. I would totally definitely live in Phoenix. Yeah, it's I, awesome there. I had a good time, but while while we're in Moab, we roll into Moab and. uh so I'm rolling through Moab, and uh, Captain John's like, "Hey, gas up your Jeep. We're going long tour today." All right, cool, kind of fine. So I go mm-hmm. gas. I to kid gas it up, but it's so dry there. I'm like, I need a Gatorade and some water and whatever. So I go in, stock up on that. I get to the mm-hmm. restaurant, and there's this like burnout dude. It's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, and uh, he rings up my stuff and and mm-hmm. uh, the change. However, it was I don't remember the exact, you know, uh, denomination or whatever you say the amount. Yeah. And uh, I go, here, why don't I give you this? Then you can give me a nickel back. <laughs> I go, I go, everybody loves nickelback. You're so stupid. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I really like nickelback. I'm like, <laughs> of course he likes Everybody nickelback. does. And the and yep. the guy, the, the like Coca-Cola guy who was stocking the cabinets is standing there and he's like, Really? I'm like, everybody loves a good nickelback. <laughs> it's so stupid. So the dude he would say me, some shit like so that. So the burnout behind the counter gives me my change and he goes, Enjoy the music, dude. <laughs> it was fucking the highlight of the trip. Enjoy uh, the music, dude. I'm like, fucking funny right, that you baby. said that. Why? Uh, one of my best guy friends over. He has a problem finding like a girlfriend. And he literally just texted me the day. He said, "You know your standards are getting low when you're checking out the gas station attendant." Oh, I, like, I, I was like, I don't even know what to say to that. But I mean, I, uh, I. I, I was just I looked at this guy because I'm like fuck of course he's gonna know Nickelback he's of like, course yeah dude I love Nickelback of course you do, <laughs> of course you do. pass me pass me the joint Jesus I dude. love it um I uh I think that when we go back in the spring mm-hmm. um I'm going to I'm a you know because we we took the Jeep off road which um you know maybe they have these doom buggy things. I'm like, let's do the doom buggies. That might be more fun because then I don't have to worry about everything getting so dirty and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, Because we, we put a soft top on. So all those zippers and all those little crevices, they leak. And he's mm-hmm. had to spend a day cleaning that thing. It was funny, though, because when we got done, we went to the car wash there in Moab. And like mm-hmm. two bays over, <laughs> that, oh, actually, we're, we're pulling in. And we see this other guy who looks like he might be going to the car wash. It's one of those old manual ones, you know, where you get the wand and whatever. And there's mm-hmm. like five stalls, and they're all full except one. So we fucking go in the in or go in the out to beat this mm-hmm. guy. And we pull. He was pissed. He really? was pissed. But anyway, I go over to get some quarters, and there's this one van in the one slot, and it's like bright pink. It's got the camper thing, and mm-hmm. it's like this guy and a gal, and I think they're living in it, you know. And they're yeah. like cleaning it up, and like like they're freaking cleaning their house. It was. 
little, uh, little. <laughs> but we, we, we washed it good there before we left. And by the time we got to Phoenix, it was like, we got to wash it again. It's just like the, yeah. it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh my God. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think I would do it again though. I had a good time. I, I, the problem is, is that when you're doing 90 down the freeway and you got the soft top on the Jeep, you can't hear anything. You couldn't no, you can't hear possibly shit. on the phone. And I'm like, you know what? No. Why don't you drive? I can do some work. Bah, 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 mm-hmm. bah. Fucking no internet anywhere. Cause you're in the mountains. Yeah. There's no, there's no yep. internet anywhere. Yeah. It's hard. It's definitely hard when I go hike up there. It's definitely hard. Uh, 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 uh. Shit. <laughs> I, I got to figure out how I'm going to get my boat. <laughs> Ah. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes, baby. That's how it all started. Boats and hoes. Yep. Um, so, hey, listen to this. So, we talked a little bit uh, a few shows ago about sour beers. Yes, I love a good sour. And I've got, I've got, oh, God, I've got some fucking sour beer story here. Did I tell okay. you about this? There's no, a, you haven't told me anything about no sour. There's yeah. a beer yeah. in town, uh, a brewery in town called uh, Inbound Brewing. Okay. And they make a key lime pie lemon sour. Ooh, I've had one of those before. And I'm just like, this is good shit, you know. Yeah. And my it daughter, is. who doesn't drink a lot of beer, more of a tequila gal, mm-hmm. um, she's like, boy, I really like that beer. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, four bucks or four beers is like thirteen dollars or fourteen dollars or something. Oh wow. So I'm like, don't be, don't be fucking, don't be casually drinking them, you know. Like, <laughs> if you do, leave a, leave a little twenty on the table. But yeah. Anyway, um. I went over to my local liquor store, and I'm like, hey, you guys are out of that uh, inbound. She goes, yeah, it's mm-hmm. seasonal. I'm like, listen, I, I, you know, if you could find me any of it, I'll buy whatever you can find. You know, like, just, mm-hmm. get, you know, whatever. Okay. She goes, I'll look. And then I said, and Surly has a, um, I think it's black cherry, blackberry something. Okay. Black cherry, blackberry. I'm like, I think they only have it in kegs. I said, our local bar down here has it in it. Okay. I said, I'd take one of those, too. Yeah. And, I'm, and she goes, all right, cool. So I buy my shit and I leave. And I'm thinking, I don't have any way to dispense a keg. Like, what am I doing? Like, I just, <laughs> I just told her I take a keg. And I don't, I don't, I don't have a, you know, like I got to go buy a, yeah. a, a kegerator or something. You told like, you bought like a big keg? I'm thinking like those little mini kegs. No, no, no. Kegs. I told her, yeah, it's, it, well, it's it's probably like a narrow. Yeah, it's like those little things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still okay, need okay. like an apparatus to, to Do you dispense. still need the apparatus for it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I did not, not know like, that. It's not like a party ball. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, I don't even. I, I I totally forget about it. And I had my birthday a little while back, and the uh, my son bought me a four pack of inbound blueberry sour. Ooh. Ooh. That's better than the key lime. That Ooh. is good shit. So anyway, okay. I'm at I'm at work, and I get a call from the liquor store lady. Hey, it's whatever Judy over at the liquor store. I'm like, hey, and I'm thinking, fuck. Hmm. I hope she didn't buy me a keg. Yeah. I still don't have any way to dispense it. Yeah. And um, she goes, hey, I found some of that key lime. I'm like, oh, sweet. She goes, yeah. yeah. I ended up getting like a case and a half. I'm like, oh, cool. So knowing yeah. that it's 14 bucks a four pack. Yeah. So, and I still, I don't, I don't, I should probably break the math down, but maybe it was two and a half case. I don't even know. But okay. anyway, I roll over there and she's like, oh, and I got something special for you too. I'm like, oh, well, all Ooh, right. Okay. So she comes out with a cart full of this beer and it must've been two and a half cases or something. Okay. Um, and then she has these wooden nickels, like four of them. She okay. goes, the delivery guy told me to give you these wooden nickels because you're <laughs> buying all this beer. And if you ever make it down to the brewery that, you know, here, have one on us. I'm like, oh, that's super oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. So I'm like, all right, cool. So she rings up my beer. 
140. <laughs> I think you did something. And I'm like, oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, I got the four drink tokens. Those drinks are yeah. like seven bucks a piece. So technically, okay, you know, that's good. But damn, 100. <laughs> so I immediately. You know, that weekend I tell the wife, we're going to inbound. I got to use these tokens, yeah. you know. So yeah. get down there. We ordered a couple of beers and they didn't have any of the good ones on tap. They had another one that was pretty decent. But but yeah. I give them the token and they're like, oh, these are acceptable or these are these these are approved. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. They just gave me it. She yeah. goes, the delivery guy had these made for himself. Shut give away up. Free beers, but the owners are like, whatever. We'll, we'll, wow. We'll, we'll, we'll he made them. it himself. That yeah. is some gangster move. That's, that's okay. why he gave me four of them. I'm oh like, my well, god, I don't care. that's I'm hilarious. I'm four of these bitches while I'm here. That's well, hilarious. This whole little brewery underworld. But I've been working on. I think the sour thing is somewhat summer seasonal. I, I feel like it has to be too. I really do. Cause I really didn't start knowing about Cyrus until a few years ago. And I feel like it is seasonal for well, sure. And I just found out about, Oh my God. I just found out about, uh, I just found out about, uh, like a, like a raspberry lemonade that, uh, Ooh. 56 makes. That's a killer one. I love a raspberry sour. Raspberry sour is like one of my favorites. Like they are my go-to. Well, and I think, um, 56 also makes a regular lemonade one, which is actually like a drinkable beer. Like the key lime mm-hmm. one, you can have one, maybe two, and then you're like, ah. yeah. And the way that I have it figured out, by the time it comes back in next May, I can have three a month and okay. not deplete my stash. Well, that's good. So, I love I'm a good rationing. sour. They're so good. My friends hate on them a lot over here. And I'm like, if you had one, you sort of probably understand after a while, they're great. They well, really are good people beers. people like them or they don't, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's difficult to, uh, it's difficult to, because they're so different. They're all very different. Yeah, they are. Like they very, the next yep, thing, they though, are. is when you're at a bar or a brewery, they'll, like, give you samples, which, thank yeah. God, they do. Because I'm like, some yes. of them I just don't like. It's like, yeah. oh, what is it? But it was yeah. funny because I was just at this, my favorite uh, burrito bar uh, in town here, or the neighboring town. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, what do you got for sours? He's like, we got this prine lemon lime thing. I'm like, oh. He goes, oh, it's horrible. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> sales pitch. So he rattles off all this other shit. And, and like, if I drink a regular beer, this is so weird, mm-hmm. but if I drink a regular beer, like a Coors Light or, or whatever, mm-hmm. boom, instant headache. It's just weird. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, you know, I, I can't, I don't want that. I said, I don't like beer. He goes, well, mm-hmm. you want to try the prine? I'm like, all right. So he brings yeah. it over. <laughs> and my, my classic line is, I can get through one of those. You know. Like, <laughs> but after that sales pitch, I'm like, so then the wife sits down next to me and she tries it. She's like, oh my God, that is horrible. Really? And I'm thinking, fuck, do I have the COVID? Like, can I not taste it? Like, this doesn't taste <laughs> so I got that normal to me at all. I'm like, <laughs> but I only had one. I could only get yeah. that one because it was like, yeah, it's different. Mm. It's different. So, but um, hey, I got to go deal with my boats and hose and, uh, and get that taken care of. So. Everybody, send us in your uh, sour beer stories, sour beer yes. pictures. We need some. Yes. We, we need to know so that we can expand our sour beer collection. Because I think yes. uh, in the season here, uh, maybe we're getting into some apple or some kind of shit like that now. I don't I'll know. do like a nice hard side, like a hot hard side, whatever those things are called. Uh, yeah, I'll do those every once in a while. I'll do good hot <laughs> cider, you know, dig right in the mouth. <laughs> I like it, but I like the hot one. You know, you have to have the homemade hot cider with alcohol, with the whiskey. <laughs> Jesus. I get a party with you. Oh, I, I know at a party when I do party. 
I'm bringing the heat to Ohio. No, just wait, just wait. <laughs> All right. So everybody, tune in next week for another episode of the DK Project. Okay. We might even squeeze in a little something I got hiding in the old cellar. Uh, Ooh. Because they, they just called me like, are you ever going to air that episode? I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, maybe I'll put it together. Air it, honey, air it. I'm, yeah, I've got to get on it. So anyway, everybody take care. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Bye. week. Thanks, Kristen. Bye. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.